Hi, welcome to Green Apple Pod. For people who want to think about education a little bit differently, I'm Jessica Enderlin-Natsum, a public school teacher and PhD candidate in education policy. I've spent nearly a decade observing and investigating how to make education the thing that's going to make our whole society happier and healthier. Now, I'm fighting to make that our reality. Before I was a teacher, I studied biology in college. I studied cells, genetics, ecology. But even today as a teacher, I've always loved evolution. And today I teach it to 10th graders using a lot of the same notes and activities and metaphors my own professors used on me in my classes. But part of studying evolution or natural selection is about how organisms have changed over time so that we can predict how they may adapt to change in the future. And if they can't, Will it possibly cause them to go into extinction? There's a concept I remember learning about in a reading during my last year in college, and even though it's not in my curriculum where I teach now, I still include this tidbit every year because I think it's so important for students to understand just how quickly these little things can go wrong. This concept is called the extinction vortex, and I know it sounds a little dramatic. To be fair, it is dramatic. The idea is that as a population declines due to some event, an earthquake, a disease, whatever it is, the population declines faster and faster exponentially. Meaning, once a species becomes endangered or approaches extinction, it goes towards that extinction faster and faster, and it's harder to stop. For those of you who need a visual image, think of a whirlpool, whether in the ocean or when you pull the plug out of your bathtub. If you're on the edge of the whirlpool, You can almost lazily just swim out of it. Not a problem. But once you get drawn into the whirlpool, once you get past the edge, you spin around it faster and faster and faster until you get sucked down below it. That's the extinction vortex. Once you lose too many members of your species, you're pulled into the center of that whirlpool, and it's really hard to get out of it because it's really hard to increase your population and escape the vortex. Part of the reason it's so hard to escape is because once the population shrinks, there are fewer members left to handle whatever challenges made the population decline in the first place. As a result, the population is going to decline faster and faster, eventually cycling down until there's no one left at all. There are tons of examples of studies on the extinction vortex and its various subtypes in academic biology literature. But I'm not here to talk about all the birds, fish, rodents, marsupials, big cats, canines, marine mammals, and more that we've lost. I'm actually here to talk about teachers. You see, for teachers, COVID was our big change. And while we already had a problem, or problems, keeping teachers in classrooms, this COVID was the equivalent of, oh, say, a huge fraction of polar ice caps melting and leaving polar bears stranded with an ever-shrinking habitat, decimating part of their population. Now, as more teachers leave, there are fewer of us left trying to do the teaching job. And the job is even harder because we're in a pandemic. And there's even less of us here to split up all of that extra work. You've probably seen in the news the bus driver shortages, the sub shortages, the vacancies. So as more teachers leave, the work gets even more difficult, and even more teachers begin to wonder, how much longer can I do this? But what now? How do we fix this? How do we keep teachers in classrooms? What makes them cross the line from, I can do this, to, 
I'm so out of here. That's what I want to find out on this season of Green Apple Pod, the teacher attrition vortex. Teachers are not okay. They don't respect teachers. People say so many awful things about public school teachers. You know, my take-home pay with my master's degree and title of teacher of the year was $1,800 a month. And my rent was $1,100 and daycare was $700. So, like, that's my check. And that's not counting insurance, diapers, groceries, phone bill. I mean, we were in the red and uh, embarrassingly so. In two years, I have three experiences with harassment and none of those students faced serious consequences um, and that was horrible. The teachers are exhausted, there's low morale, they can't handle another thing on their plate. I contemplated leaving at that moment. Like I remember I cried all day long. I don't know if I can last till May. I really don't.